The funny thing about crazy times is that they sometimes call for crazy socks. This is my conversation with John and Mark Cronin. What if the truth came in a gel cap and we could just pop it in our mouths and forget about it? Well, it doesn't, and we can't. But we can laugh in the face of reality while plotting our survival. Welcome to the Truth Tastes Funny podcast. I am your host, Hirsch Repman. And if my guests can handle the truth, so can you. Open wide, folks. Here it comes. My guests today are John and Mark X. Cronin. They're the father and son team that created John's Crazy Socks. It's a social enterprise with one goal to spread happiness. They bootstrapped their business to the world's largest sock store, earning them recognition as EY's Entrepreneurs of the Year. John's not only an entrepreneur, John also has Down syndrome. So every day, John and Mark show what people with differing abilities can do. More than half of their colleagues have a differing ability, and these guys are fierce advocates for the rights of people with differing abilities. They've testified twice before the U.S. Congress. They've done two TED Talks, and they've been on every network in between. And John and Mark are members of the CEO Commission on Disability Employment. Gentlemen, welcome to Truth Tastes Funny. Wow. Well, wow. thank you for that Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hershey, make us look good. That's my, great. My pleasure. I don't have to make you guys look good. Well, tell me, tell me how the idea for, uh, for John's Crazy Socks came about. Well, let's put it in some context, okay? So we have to go back to the fall of 2016. And the story starts in a small log cabin in the woods. No, not really, right? No. <laughs> it starts in suburban Long Island um, at a kind of a tough time for us. Um, I was working with my wife in a family business, a business she had started, and overnight that business shut down. So there I was, 58. We had no income, no job. I'm an entrepreneur, which means I'm basically unemployable. Um, and so I was looking to start some online businesses. At the same time, where were you, John? I, I was at a hundred high school. I could be my last year of school. John's in his last year of school. And here's something that your audience may not know. Um, and I'll do a little sidetrack to tell you about John. You're an entrepreneur? Yes, I am. Uh, you're now a sock tycoon? Yes, I am. You're a public speaker? Yes, I am. A philanthropist? Yes, I am. A dancer? Yes. An athlete? Yes, I am. You got a girlfriend, so that makes you a boyfriend? Yes, I am. I'm very smooth. And John <laughs> happens to have Down syndrome. I do. I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome. Mm, I never hold me back. I, 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 I never offended uh, me. So here's John, last year of school, and like everybody else, trying to figure out what do I do next. And what were you looking at? I, I look at a job program at school. I, I don't know how I'm trying to And that's an unfortunate reality. Too many people um, 
with a disability just can't find meaningful work. The numbers are terrible. Uh, you know, you start with the unemployment rate is double the national average, but that doesn't tell the real story. Only one in five people with a disability is employed. But John here is a natural entrepreneur. Yes, I am. If you didn't see a job you wanted, what do you say? I want to create one. I want to make one. And what did you tell me? I told my dad, um, I want to go at a, a business with my dad. And nice fellas have been together. Which was very cool. And I'll tell you, Hirsch, when we were going through that, I'm thinking I had to help John. But the reality is, John, what he was really saying to me was, Dad, I believe in you. And we're going to find a way to make this work. Which was very yeah. cool. And so, if you deal with entrepreneurs, you know, entrepreneurs have a lot of ideas. And some of them are good ideas, right? And some of them What was one of your ideas for a business? One of them is a food truck. I have an idea from the movie Chef, a John Favreau. The, oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, movie. I like that movie. Yeah. And uh, I, I, uh, the movie about a father and, and son fighting uh, um, a food truck. So this seemed pretty cool. Right. And we're thinking, what could we make? Where would we put the food truck? Uh, but we ran into a problem. We can't cook. Yeah, we can't cook. <laughs> but then, yeah. right before Thanksgiving, John had his eureka moment. I did. I want to start crazy socks. Why socks is fun, it's colorful, it's creative. I'll always let me be me. John had worn these crazy socks his whole life. Yes. In fact, just this morning, I was looking at some old pictures, long before we had this business. We have all these pictures of John wearing these crazy socks. We used to drive around looking for them. So we figured this way, Hirsch. If John loves socks that much, these crazy colorful socks, surely other people would too, and we could find our tribe. And so and yeah. your audience, those people who are running a business or thinking of starting one, they can relate to this. We got this idea, and the traditional way to go at that point is to stop everything and prepare your business plan. Right? Do your market analysis, competitive research, your operational projections, your financial plan. Um, that's not what we did. We went the lean startup route. We said, let's get, just, let's get something up and running. And customers yeah. will tell us. They'll let us know. So you already had the name. I got my name as well. Ideas. He had the idea to sell through a website. Yes, so we did. built a website off on the Shopify platform. We uh, got some inventory. We were bootstrapping. So you got to make do with what you have. Uh, the only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. And I would take out my cell phone and we made videos. And who do you think was in those videos? I, I am. I talk about, <laughs> I talk about socks. The star? Socks, socks, my socks. And we noticed something. People started sharing those videos. So now we roll in, and what day did we open? We opened on a Friday, December 9th, 2016. And we didn't know what to expect. But we were very fortunate. 
we got what felt like a flood of orders. We got 42 orders the first day. And most of them were local. We live in a town of Huntington, right on Long Island, that's suburban New York City. Um, which made sense. We lived there, he was in the local high school, yes. we had temporary office space. What did we do with those first orders? I hope they were free. We get our red boxes, I put suck in the box, and I And then we needed something else. What else did we put in? A candy, a Hershey's Kisses. We got Hershey's Kisses, put them in. And you, John, did a handwritten thank you note. We loaded up the car and we drove around and you knocked on doors handing out socks. I did. And a customer response. They loved the socks and share it on social media. Would I get a spread? We had customers ordering again just to get John to come back to their house. Whole families were waiting to take pictures with him. And... You know, there right. were some crazy moments. There were times we were out after 10 o'clock at night, and John's like, just knocking on the door saying, just John with your socks, you know, don't shoot. So, you know, that's how we got started. At the end of one month, we had shipped 452 orders. Right. We had $13,000 in revenue, and we had learned some things. One. One, people want to buy socks. They wanted to buy socks. Yep. Two. Two, people want to buy socks from me. They wanted to buy from John. That's right, yeah. They related to John. They loved that personal touch of the thank you note and the candy. They loved that we had already pledged 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics, that giving back was baked into what we do. And, and something that caught us by surprise. We heard from families who were very emotional because it meant so much to them to see a young man with Down syndrome starting his own business. Um, the other thing is yeah. you learn by doing, right? You're doing that with your podcast. So we learned that this young man... This is old man. And this old man, we could sell socks. Okay, old. So that's how we got started. So that's, what, five and a half years, going on six years ago. Today, we now have how many different songs? 4,000 different kinds of influences. 4,000 different socks, which means John here wow. is the owner of the world's largest sock store. We've turned it into a multi-million dollar revenue business. We've got 34 employees. We've been able to create 34 jobs. 22 of those are held by a person with a differing ability. We've raised now well over $500,000 for our charity partners. We've shipped to 380,000 different, or 385,000 packages to 88 countries. But you know what, Hirsch? If we get an order between our office and home... I, I still do home deliveries. He's still doing home deliveries. I do that. Um, I was going to ask. I was get, when you, when you talked about the doing the home deliveries. But what what occurs? First of all, congratulations, guys, on on doing this. Second of all, the time you would have spent on you know market research and all of this stuff would have been time that was kind of wasted because if if anything, you would have found out what you already discovered by doing it. Which is the things that you that you shared, Mark? That people loved 
yeah. were buying socks. They wanted to buy them from John, and they loved having John come and deliver them. And, sh and that personal touch is still transmitted through all of your sales. It's just transmitted, in, you know, digitally, uh, you know, across the, the the world or the country, wherever wherever these are going. Um, you know, but it's 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 like everything that 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 I've discovered about business too. And I'm also an entrepreneur. I don't remember when the last time was that I was worked worked in house at a company. I had the same experience that that you had. Uh, you know, both of you guys. That I just knew I wanted to be in in business with people I love and with people that I that I want to spend time with. So it's. It's that doesn't happen most of the time by go by going in house somewhere. Well, it's, it's nice when that does. You know, there there are a couple of things that get rolled up there. We can you know, we'll share. You know, we I know we share this with you. One, you have to know what you're about. You got to know what your purpose is, or you know what you can call it your mission. You know, Simon Sinek will talk about know your why. Um, and we know what we're about, right? What's our mission? Spreading happiness. Spreading happiness. And how do you define that? It's gratitude and, and you for others. And that's baked into what we do. And then we know our values. So we have our five pillars that we've built the business on. But a lot of this is, it comes down to belief and conviction. You have to really believe in what you're doing. And you have to be willing to go your own way. You know, with, with John and I, John has no guile. And I'm too old to care. We're just going to, you know, this is it. This is who we are. Um, and in leading the organization, we have no excuses. We can't blame it on the board. We can't blame it on headquarters. If we're doing something, we ought to do it the way we dream of doing it. Um, and that seems so simple, though it took me a long time to get yeah. to that point. Um, so what were you doing before beforehand? I, I spent much of my career in the healthcare field, um, but I'm, okay. you know, I'm 60, I'm 64 years old, John. Wow, you old. I am old. Um, you know, I did a lot of things. When I got out of college, I taught school for a few years. Um, you know, at one point, I helped a friend set up a, we got a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society and set up a non-profit grocery store in the Burnside District of Portland, Oregon. Wow. Um, I spent time in graduate school, studied literature. I worked. At Kennedy. I, well, I did go there. I worked for a congressman, then I went to the, Kennedy School of Government. That amazing. Um, uh, up at up at Harvard. And then um, I worked in New York City Medicaid and wound up running the New York City Medicaid Health Program. And I spent a long time there and then elsewhere, leading different consulting firms and healthcare management firms, of trying to figure out how do we better deliver healthcare to the poor. How do we how do we uh, better organize healthcare around patients and doctors. Um, but along the way, I started a software company, uh, New Gutenberg Software. Nobody interviews me about that. 
We made we nope. made baseball informational software, got rave reviews, yep. and lost every penny we had. Um, I've run political campaigns. I've published lots of fiction. Not to pick Obama. So right, I organized the Obama campaign in Long Island. I helped my wife run a law practice for a while. So I've done a lot of different things. Um, but this is, you know, I get asked, you know, well, did you have a background in fashion or in, you know, manufacturing? No, and I had to run a warehouse before. But I've spent every day of my life preparing for this moment, right, to have this conversation. And every step along the way, you go and learn things. Absolutely. You know, I, I, yeah. I give the example of, uh, well, again, as John will tell you, I'm old. But when I was yeah, younger, in a very different day and age, um, I did a lot of hitchhiking. So I hitchhiked cross country three times. Oh, I love this. So hitchhiked down to uh, New Orleans, hitchhiked around Europe. And what happened here, you're on the side of the road and a car or a truck would pull over and you got to run and you hop in. And now you have to figure out, you got to size up that driver and you got to figure out how to get along. And in fact, you're the entertainment. And this ride lasts for right. 10 minutes or 10 hours. So it turns out, if you do that a few hundred times, you learn a lot of things. Now, when I was doing it, I wasn't going off saying, well, I'm off on a, on a learning experience. You know, I was just on these grand adventures. Um, right. But at every step of the way, we can learn. Speaking of learning, so we're coming, we're coming through a universally tough time, right? A globally tough time uh, with this pandemic. And it's affected everybody differently. Uh, where were you guys at, and how did it? How has it affected you? Well, uh, the pandemic wasn't good for anybody. Um, no. And we have both personal stories we can share as well as the business story. So, like we said, we're in New York, and New York was particularly hard hit. Yeah. Um, businesses shut down. We were able to stay open because we were deemed an essential business <laughs> uh, because we we're a warehouse and distribution center. It was terrible for our business. Um, we lost hundreds of thousands of dollars because much in the spring, when it first hit, much of our business is based on public events and media appearances. All that got wiped out. So you know, as a business, what do you do? Well, the first thing is we had to take care of everybody's health. Um, many of our folks are particularly vulnerable. John here, for example, people with Down syndrome were not more likely to get the right. virus. But if they did, right. were five times more likely to be hospitalized, 10 times more likely to die. So we had to, we had to take everybody's health and be as safe as possible. Then you adapt. So we host tours here from school groups. Move those online. Yeah, that, I download online, and we, and we do a speaking kickback. Well, the, just the tours. Now yeah, we've had tours. school groups from around the world yeah. come and experience John's crazy socks, special ed classes, saying, look what's possible. 
We do a lot of speaking engagements, I, yeah, so uh, we uh, had traveled a lot, right? I, 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 we traveled a lot, and, I, I, and, and that would be uh, o online. We move those online. That opens the yeah. world. So we had yeah. more speaking engagements than before. Uh, right. Because you could do things that we otherwise could not do. Right. And then, and then I, I'm, I, I'm really bad out there. And I, I, I would mention in Spain having this. And uh, we, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Well, it's all right. Come on. I, I, I was going to talk about the healthcare superhero socks. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right? So we make socks. What could we do? We made healthcare superhero socks to say thank you to frontline workers. And those have raised over $50,000 for frontline workers. Um, so you adapt, and then you look to see what new opportunities are there. Right. So that was something as simple as making masks, with us designing them and putting positive things on them. Um, you spread, like John was saying, you spread I, I, happiness, I just, I just right? Spread if everybody's locked down, how could we spread happiness? Right. Well, and one way, we started a Facebook uh, Live uh, show. One way, we do a Facebook Live show that is spread happiness of Facebook Live. So every Thursday, now it's every uh, Thursday uh, night, yep. 7 o'clock Eastern time. Right. Just a way of sharing some happiness with folks. Absolutely. And what do you do every Tuesday yes, afternoon? Uh, every Tuesday I hold a dance party every every Tuesday, three p.m. I uh, I it's a time in New York time. Uh, I ever can dance on dance on Zoom. We John hosts this online. So it's a Zoom dance yes. party. You'll get a hundred people dancing. That's on fantastic. Zoom. Yeah. What better fun. way to spread happiness? Right. And then so so we did that, um, and and I think here's what's important. If all we were doing was selling socks, we would have been in trouble. But we had this purpose, and that's what guided us. And we knew our values. Yeah. And that kept us moving forward. That kept us on track. Then at a personal level, we were very careful. But in December of 2020, uh, my wife, yeah. John, and I all got the virus. I, I thought I was in big trouble. I'm a fat old man, you know. Dad. Dad, you know, <laughs> I love you. But John, for Christmas, Christmas gift, day. we gave him a hospital stay. Yeah. Um, John was very sick. Yeah. And uh, I admitted to the hospital. They did something that really was wonderful. They let me stay with John yes. the whole time, even though I had the virus. Um, mm. The first couple of days were very scary. Uh, you know, we went in, you went in Friday morning, Sunday, woke up, couldn't breathe. And they didn't know what to do. Um, fortunately, after a few days, he turned around. Nobody knows why. You know, um, and eight days later, you didn't walk out of the hospital. You were singing I, and dancing. I dancing. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's... We have found as a family... When things are tight, that's when you got to hold tight. When things are difficult, that's when you got to hold tightest. Absolutely. Um, right. The, the statistics are out there. We learned this after John was born. Families that have a child with a disability, or more generally, families that suffer a trauma, the divorce rate is much, much higher than the average population.
it drives people apart. And we've been tested, um, and all we do is just hold tight and find a way to muddle through, uh, to keep finding yeah. a way. And we're very fortunate. Well, yeah, I mean, the idea that uh, that life is going to be easy or that it, or that relationships aren't going to be tested are fantasies to begin with. There, there, there is no indication that that life is supposed to be perfect or that we can get through life with no challenges. That's just silly. So I think, you know, the fact that you have this passion and commitment, like you said, you know, through through COVID, having the mission is what kept John's crazy socks together. Right. Like my 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 business partner and I had been do had had a little ad agency before COVID. But when all of that work went away, we went to a a passion that we had had which was that we wanted to start a brand called Kosher. It was a reason to do something. Unity, kindness, and, and equity. That was, that's it. That's our mantra. That's our thing. And so I don't wake up in the morning worried about that company being successful. I'm just wake up being happy that it exists, that we set it up, you know, and that we're doing it. And I trust that everything else will yeah, you you know, I think some of the yeah. challenge is knowing what are those essentials? What's the core that you have to stick with? Yeah. And what are those things that are not core that you can drop or change? And um, I, I know for us, right, we've what we've created is a social enterprise. We have both a social and a business mm -hmm. purpose, and they feed off of each other. But that's the character of our organization, the culture, if you will. But that also differentiates us in the marketplace. I mean, we've gone out. We didn't start by doing that competitive research, but we've done it. And we've counted. There are exactly one gazillion sock companies out there. <laughs> if yeah. all we're doing is selling socks, well, what do you say? Ours is better than yours. Ours yep. don't smell as much as yours. You know, ours costs less than yours. Yeah. We'd be lost, and you wouldn't be talking to us. But yeah. What we're doing is we're sharing experiences with our customers. We're not chasing transactions. Yeah. We're looking to build those relationships so that, you you know, the act of buying the socks, I mean, you're going to get great socks, right? We have... 29,000 five-star reviews. You're going to get great service. We do same-day shipping. Yep. But it's more than that. You know, you buy from us, you're employing somebody with a different ability. You buy from us, and you see the donations and the giving back and the support we do. And most of all, you spread right. happiness. You know, we hear all the time from customers, I just put these socks on and I feel good. Right? And... Yeah. That's different. So at the end of the day, we may be the world's, you know, not maybe, we are the world's largest sock store. Oh, we are. But we're not really a sock store. Yeah. The socks are just a physical manifestation for the story and the mission. Yeah. And it's not what you're selling 
that is so important as what you're giving away. You're giving away happiness. You're giving away your, your own joy, knowing that you're not losing any joy by giving it to other people. It's the only thing you can give away to other people. And you it's have not a zero-sum game. In fact, if you have a joy, if there's something great happening, you only multiply it by sharing it with others. You don't dilute it. You know, when something good happens, you want yeah. to call your partner, you want to call your wife, your spouse, your kids, or whomever, and say, look, look what went on. Because when you do that, now it's even better. Yeah. Yeah. So what's a typical day like in the world of John's Crazy Socks? Well, it depends who you ask. If you ask the two of us, we're all over the place. My um, You know, what are some of the things you do? I, I, I do, I do videos, I do TikToks, and I do um, picking orders, gift wrapping, um, I do uh, speaking engagement, home deliveries, podcasts, and um, interviews, and meetings, um, uh, big, uh, speaking engagement. You do a lot of different things. Um, do you have a favorite thing you do? It's a lot. You design some socks. Design socks. So, you know, it depends if we're, you know, if I look at our calendar and this, you know, it's August, it's slow time of year. Um, but, you know, today um, I've had some phone calls with our charity partners. We met internally in our B2B business. We're doing this. We have our dance party Dan this afternoon. I... I've got an event that I'm speaking at uh, tonight. Uh, you know, uh, let's see. We're planning a fashion show. You know, ne next week we're doing an event on, on Monday. We're working with the American Cancer Society because we support their uh, um, uh, Go Together campaign. Oh, I even missed. Sunday, John, you're the Grand Marshal for the Indian Day Parade in a local town. Yeah. Um, Monday afternoon, we go to the New York, uh -huh. the New York Stock Exchange for uh, an event with the CEO Commission for Disability Employment. Tuesday, we're back doing the dance party, and we're meeting with a woman who has a charity we may work with. We're meeting with a podiatry group because we may do doctor-approved custom socks. And the next day we're doing, we're meeting with and giving tours for people from Best Buddies. We have an event with the Special Olympics. So there's a range of different things that we're doing. Um, Johnny Boy here yeah. is a hard worker. Yes, um, So if he's not doing something else, he's pulling orders. We're, do you making videos, right? And I, I, I wasn't really good at yeah. eating. You're good at eating. Yes. I, 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 I eat myself breakfast, yeah. lunch. <laughs> Me too. But I'll give you a story, Hirsch, about John. Uh, a couple of years ago, we actually were doing this one next week, went to a, uh, John was helping out at a fundraising event for the Special Olympics. Oh, yeah, that young <laughs> He was a young professional mixer in New York City. So you, having lived in the city, you can appreciate this. A lot of young people, you know, Wall Street types. It was at a very hot club. Uh, 
We get home about three in the morning. And I tell John, I say, John, you haven't a day off in months. Take tomorrow off. Sleep in, relax. We get everything covered. He says, okay. So I get up, I come to the office. About 10.30, who comes walking in the door? But John. I did. So what are you doing? He said, I took an Uber to the office. I got things to do. And next week, I, I, next week, I just take a bug over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's what passion does, right? You have that passion. You don't care if it's the weekend. You don't care about vacation so much. But it is important to get a little bit of, of time away. You know, a little a little break every now and then. The advertising industry, you know, gets started early for the holiday season. And I know that all of the the holiday ads and things are going to roll out soon. Uh, there's back to school. But also, are do you do like socks for for the holiday, like for the mantle? Uh, you know, yes, oversized we, we socks do. that are branded John's crazy socks? Yes, we, so the holidays are important to us, right? If, uh, if there was no Christmas, American businesses would create Christmas. Um, we That's do, right. Uh, while we did not set ourselves up this way, our customers view us in many ways as a gift store. Um, when we do mm -hmm. surveys of customers, only about 15% say they're buying only for themselves. Everybody else is either buying as a gift or buying for others and themselves. So therefore we yeah. do 40 some odd percent of our business in the last quarter. Um, so yes, much depends upon yeah. those sales. But part of our strategy, you know, our, our overall approach is drive the mission. That drives the brand. And that drives sales. So we're always looking you know, in terms of products and services, but also always looking to go out and doing things. And that's much of what John and I have to do. So when you ask about products, yeah, we have a whole holiday store. We have a whole you know, array of holiday socks and holiday items. We also now have a business-to-business -business operation. Uh, we make custom socks and put together gift packages. Uh, lots of businesses, everybody from Microsoft and Google, IBM, you know, Meredith Vieira uh, had yeah. custom socks made for her son's wedding. Well, lots of people want custom socks for the holidays because they give them out in packages to their employees or their customers. Uh, so we have a lot going on there. And we're always trying to create events. So Amazon has Prime Day. We have John Day, August 11th. Um, but we do it our way. We give out to our customers. We give out free things. For every order, we make an extra dollar donation to the Special Olympics. Um, we, in October, uh, well, we're about, we will, in the coming week or so, announce the winner of our sock design contest. Um, in October, we're staging a fashion show with a different face of beauty. All of the models will have a different uh, ability. In, in. So um, we're always, I, I just looked, 
we have 20, so far, we have 25 different events or initiatives scheduled between now and the beginning of December. Um, all things to advance our mission and connect with our customers, and that's all turns out to be good for business. Yeah, and uh, and essentially everybody can find you at John John's Crazy Socks. It's johnscrazysocks.com, John's Crazy Socks on uh, on TikTok, right? Right, on, on YouTube. Yeah. We're on all that. So you know, we're always so creating you, content. And our view is we're not trying to sell you stuff. We're trying to engage. So it's fun. And we weren't yeah. sure what people can do. We want to entertain. Yeah. So we're on all the platforms. We now have uh, social media platforms. We now have a um, our own podcast. What's it called, John? The Spreading Happiness Podcast. What else? The Spreading, Spreading Happiness, Happiness Podcast. podcast with John awesome. and Mark. Uh, we don't have guests on. It's just the two of us for a half hour. Bantering, telling some stories, telling some jokes. John gives an update on his love life. You know, the idea is we want to make we we want to make people smile. We want to give people a half hour of just feeling good. Um, so we do that. We have some TEDx talks out there. We our most recent TEDx talk is on why hiring people with differing abilities is not altruism. It's good business. Uh, so. There's a lot of stuff out there. Well, it's it's fantastic. My my son works for a uh, an organization called Creative Spirit, um, which is uh, focused on very much what what you guys are are talking about in terms of advocating for uh, people with differing abilities and um, and he writes all their content and everything. Well, it the, sounds like he the, takes after uh, his dad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very proud of him, very proud of all my kids. And, uh, you know, look, I think being happy and spreading happiness is so no, is so noble and so needed that the means and the story behind it, of course, makes it interesting and is wonderful and fulfilling. And you're warming people's feet and making people happy with the socks. It's not like it's not to negate the the creativity and the and the great um, uh, need that you'll you're fulfilling as a product. But I mean, the happiness is infectious, and I'm so glad that you guys came on the show. I'm so glad that we've that we've met. And um, and any message, any anything you want to, I'll give you guys the last word on the show. Is there anything you want to share as we close out? Well, what advice do you have for people? My advice. Follow your heart, follow your dreams, work hard, and so you can do. That's pretty good advice. Thanks so much for tuning into Truth Tastes Funny. If you enjoyed the experience, please leave a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends.